Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. Guys, bros, I'm happy that we made it here to Florida. We needed this vacation. Us turtles never get to take some time off. Yeah, these beaches kick shell. Cowabunga! What'd you think, Mikey? Finally out of the sewer. Ah, it smells Ooh. great, fellas. Hear those seagulls? Oh, man. The crashing of the waves. This jelly donut and sardine pizza is delicious. Hey, what's that noise? I hear some beeping. Is your... Your phone ring? Oh, it's my turtle phone shell thing. Your turtle phone shell. This is already April O'Neil's report is coming up. <laughs> What's it say? Stop it's talking. April. Okay. This is going terrible. All right. All right. Hey, it says that Shredder has uh, kidnapped April O'Neil and also destroyed New York. And uh, oh, Manhattan has apparently been sucked up in the sky. Uh, what? Huh. That's terrible. But how does it affect us? I mean. I guess we... This is a prepaid vacation. Like, we're not getting money back. Did you get the travel insurance? Yeah, we got everything. I mean, we went all in on this. Uh, this is our first vacation in literally our entire life. This is... These beaches, I mean, there's something else. Yeah, I mean, check it out. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's the sun, and the sun's... Oh, the wait, wait. There's more news report coming uh, in. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, he's going to destroy that whole island of Manhattan if we don't personally... Uh, go except just have a challenge. Well, that's a little worse. I mean... It is personal now. It's more. It's where we live. Splinter's technically still there. Yeah, but he can probably take care of it, right? Okay, so it's saying... Mikey's got a point. Right now it's saying uh, he's specifically calling out Michelangelo, Leonardo, and Raphael. Oh, yeah, because we left Donatello. Donatello died somewhere off screen. Yeah. Yeah. He actually drowned trying to swim in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> so he specifically around. called us out by name, and he's also going to he's gonna bump off. And it, we should be more sad that Donatello died being a turtle drowning, which seemed really counterproductive. He was never great as a turtle. We should probably stay here and mourn instead of going back, right? That's probably right. Right. And, I mean, my tan lines are, are kind of in that stage where they're just going to look weird if I stop now. Guys, i got a great way to mourn. I have some surfboards here. Okay. What do you think? Cowabunga? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I hear another message. What's this oh, say? it's saying that we have five minutes to react, and he's going to uh, make sure that he sends a message the world will never forget, and it'll be completely our fault when the whole island is destroyed. Oh, also, he's going to blow up the uh, west coast. But we're on the east coast. That's true. <laughs> yeah. How does, that, how does that affect the keys? Still, like New York is way away from the keys, and right. the west coast is way away. I so, guys, I say we just move down here to Florida. Okay, okay. Uh, it looks like it's saying now that he's gonna he's going to personally go to this basement where these weirdos record this podcast, uh-huh. and he's going to like just blow them smithereens. Whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, podcast? Yeah. What podcast is this? Retro Bliss. Had to come with an end game there. Cowabunga! <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to 
a brand new episode, a thankful episode, a beautiful ninja-rific episode of Retro Bliss. Thanks for joining us. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny Townsend. I am slightly less sad today because of the game we played. With me, as always, is Trevor Franklin. No, I don't have to say anything, Ben. Oh, that's right. I probably should just let you introduce yourself. Yeah. When I say it, you can't even understand the words I'm saying, so that works. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, like you're Treasure like, Franklin. Yeah, you're such a grogerment of yourself. Yes. And also, we have, in our midst, a returning special guest. Because some would say he's related to you in some way. Yeah. And some would say, <laughs> we paid some crazy money to get this guy to come on. Patreon funds are depleted. That's right. We used them all <laughs> to get this guest on. Uh we had to fly him in from 20 minutes away. And that, of course, is... Derek Franklin. What's up, Derek? Thanks for joining us. We thought it would be appropriate for this game mm-hmm. uh, that we all three grew up with. This is a very special game in all our childhoods. Because I would come over to you guys' house, and mm-hmm. we would all three sit in your living room floor, not mm-hmm. on each other's laps. I mean, that, no. came, that came later. And we... <laughs> <laughs> and we would play Ninja Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project, for the Nintendo Entertainment System. We sure would, and we just needed to cover this game, because every time we've covered a beat-em-up on this podcast, our listeners have had to listen to us talk about this me, game. you, and Derek playing this game. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so we just need to get it out of the way, get it out of our systems. Yes. So yeah, uh, TMNT 3, 1992 Konami. Just up front, uh, I think maybe this is a lesser-known Turtles game, but for us it never seemed that way. That's right. We'll get into that in just a second. Yep. But before that, Trevor, real quick mention, Patreon. Tell the kids about it. Tell kids, uh, you should probably ask your parents before you spend money. But uh, go to patreon.com, uh, search for Retro Blist. Oh, I can do that. And give us money. You know, kids can do that nowadays. A lot of kids are better with smartphones yep. than I am. But if you do that, you'll get some pretty cool stuff. Probably the best thing is you'll get to vote every single month. Any game off the top of your head you want to name out, you got a really good chance of us covering up the next month because <laughs> well, there's only a handful of contributors right now. And if we don't have it, Trevor will still spend up to thirty five bucks to get it. I prove that. <laughs> but please make it a cheap game. That way, you can buy me more uh, oatmeal cream pies to convince yes. me to come back. That's the only way we got Derek to play. So, you know, we, we, we put a line a, of oatmeal cream pies. Yeah, it's all about like the food table. <laughs> we put them down your steps so you'd come down to the basement. See, so, yeah, we didn't really uh, blow the Patreon money. I just bought a case of uh, black cherry cream soda. Uh, moon pies, or not moon pies, cream pies, and honey buns. Yes, <laughs> and, that was stuff. and I'm there. <laughs> that <laughs> did it. So we are related, clearly. We're party animals, is what we are. Yes. Just like the Ninja Turtles. Yes. Party animals. Speaking of animals and being filthy, uh-huh. uh, Johnny, do you want any, any more details about your memories of playing this game? I think you're alluding that I'm a dirty animal, and I'm okay with yes. that. Uh, this, well, first of all, I think people know that I'm a giant Ninja Turtle nerd in the first place, uh-huh. but this game specifically is one of my, and I'm just going to give it away now, all-time favorite games ever growing up. Absolutely adore <gasps> this game, and I think it's not just because it's Ninja Turtles, but because of the memories I have playing it with you two guys. Yeah, it's, uh, well, Derek, I'll let you go. It's, Actually, my memories are bad, because I have bad memories. Like, like <laughs> I'm bad at remembering things. Oh, just, my memories like, of this game are bad. There's fewer memories, because you're bad at remembering. Yes. I thought you meant, like, this game beat you up when you were no. young. <laughs> I took your lunch, buddy. So, Derek, you're, <laughs> like, three, four years younger than us, so you're my, your memories might be a little different. You're hurling towards the end of your time well after we will. Does that make sense? <laughs> we're going to die well before you will. Yeah. 
If everything goes to plan, that's right. That's true. <laughs> yes. Mostly because of our life decisions. But. Yeah. Mostly because we don't know. Uh, what's that word? Self-control. We yeah. have no idea what that is. <laughs> it's it's kind of interesting. You guys play sports games. You talk about your history with sports. You play racing games. You talk about your history watching racing and all that. And you could probably go on for about two hours on your history of pretending to be Ninja Turtles. <laughs> but neither one of you ever played a game of baseball or anything like that. <laughs> and it's, it's no, I'm going to sit on my boat, and that's why I'm the special guest. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. We should just say it, because I don't know why we haven't been to this. We've been yeah. plenty of other embarrassing things. But we used to go out in the yard and pretend we were the Ninja Turtles. Yes. <laughs> and we had weapons, fake fights. Our weapons were rolled up pieces of paper. Yep. <laughs> we were on the trampoline so we could take a fall. Not always. Sometimes just in the yard. Yeah. yeah. Even at I mean, even at church. Yeah. After church, we'd be Ninja Turtles. Our early twenties were really a fun time in life. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> I remember it like it was last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, that we, is true. After that, we get done recording this, I'm going to be Raphael again. <laughs> I always had to be Leonardo. And it wasn't really because he was the leader. It's because I like swords and I kind of like the color blue. <laughs> I always there. Tell me if I'm wrong on this or not. But I always feel like me and you both like Raphael. Yeah. yeah but for because. Sure. But because I was older, I always felt I was entitled to it. <laughs> yeah. And, and at the time, I didn't feel bad about it at all. But the older yeah. I got, I kind of felt, I should have let him be Mike Raphael at least once. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this might predate, I mean, not predate, but I guess it was more me and Trevor when you weren't around. Leonardo was definitely his favorite, and Raphael was definitely my favorite. But our parents didn't trust us with any sharp weapons. So I remember my dad, made, he took a wooden dowel rod and wrapped some foam pad around it and made a bow staff. I remember those. And he took wooden dowel rods and cut them in half and attached them with a rope and made nunchucks. So we could pretend to be Ninja Turtles but with was, actual weapons. They're serious wooden nunchucks. Though. <laughs> they probably weren't as safe as if he would have actually bought us size and swords. Yeah, I definitely remember those. <laughs> then Trevor wasn't even any good at pretending to be a Ninja Turtle because he went into the woods and beat up some poison ivy and, and had to go to the doctor. He had so much poison all over him from pretending they were foot soldiers. So that's how I discovered I'm allergic to poison ivy. I literally, my eyes were swelling shut. My legs were covered. My body was covered. My face was covered. You know what's weird? As I remember you having a really bad uh, pools and ivy instance. I had no idea the Ninja Turtles were related in any oh, way. Yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were definitely integral. I think that was when I had a plastic sword. Even it wasn't even the wood one. Yeah, I had a plastic sword and I was whacking the crap out of what I thought were just vines and leaves. Yeah, and I just had it all over me. It was horrible. That's how Shredder and that Foot Clan work, though. You think you got them beat, and they always got some dastardly plan underneath that. Yep, they're throwing something else at you. <laughs> yes. But that's a good point. We love Ninja Turtles so much growing up that we even pretended to be them. And I'm glad you brought that up, because my... I was kind of a weird kid. I've said that many times. I probably shouldn't say that with Derek here, because he has stories to back it up. But I remember weird things, and a lot of times money was involved, because money was, like, a big deal. I mean... Even when we started getting paid for like chores and things, it was two dollars a week yeah. for our allowance. And games were like fifty, sixty bucks back then, brand new. So you're talking most of a year. That for for a kid, that's an eternity. Right. But I remember this game because I remember walking into Toys R Us, which is about to be a thing of the past, it seems like. But do you remember those slips, paper slips they had? Yes. Yep. And as long as there's paper slips left, you knew they had the game and you could take it up to the counter and they would hand you the game. Yeah, the manager had to go in their office and get the yeah. game out of the case. Yeah. And I remember I don't guess we went all that often. The game must not have been brand new though, because I remember seeing it. It was like it said forty nine ninety nine clearance nineteen ninety nine. I remember that, and I was just ecstatic. And there were slips left, so I knew I was going to get to buy it. 
And I don't know if my, I had a birthday recently or something, because it was very rare. Usually we got our games in bags yeah. from somebody or from the pawn shop or used. Or mom would buy it for us, you know. Uh, unfortunately, we had but, to pawn one off to get another one. Right. So we, <laughs> like RC Pro M2, for example. That's like GameStop you know. back in the day. Yeah. Funko Land. Yeah. But this one was just special. because was like, yes, I'm going to get to buy this, because apparently I had 20 bucks. And I can't believe that new, to me, a new Turtles game is 20 bucks. I don't know... If it was like two, three years after it came out, or if it just got clearance that quick because it wasn't as popular. But I know that's a lame memory, but uh-huh. I remember the spot in Toys R Us because I remember uh, there was a Super Nintendo game playing. Um, and this might date it a little bit, but I don't know. I know this there was game a- came out in 92. You're dating it's okay. <laughs> well, no, but I feel like that FX, one of the FX game was played on Super Nintendo, which means this will be like 94. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I think it's because every time we went to Toys R Us, I was enamored with the motocross FX game. Maybe that's I just why I bought that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were like, this is amazing. You never got it. Yeah, I, just, like I always bucks, wanted I to go into Toys R Us and look at the back of the box. <laughs> I have it now. I paid $5 for it, and it's probably better in your memories. Yeah. I, but it's I impressive. It but... Later, much later. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I have the same memories you guys do. Amazing time sitting on the, the soft carpet in the living room, you know, whenever Johnny got to come over and just playing the heck out of this thing. Well, I mean, we would literally go from playing as Ninja Turtles outside. We would come yep. in, we would play with, because you guys had a lot of the action figures. Mm-hmm. We would play with those, and then we would play the Nintendo game, probably all in one day. And then we would eat one of those Ninja, uh, Ninja Turtle branded fried pies. Oh, with those them. things were the greatest. <laughs> oh my gosh, and they were green. Pure yeah. disease. Pure, pure awesomeness. <laughs> but they were delicious. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, the green ones. What flavor was that supposed to be? I don't even remember. This was like when I was in elementary school when these things came out. My favorite was the turtle ice cream pops with the little M M&M and M eyes. Yeah, those were good yeah, too. But, but these fried pies were amazing. Yeah, like if I had to review those right now, because this is a show that review things. <laughs> we need to find someone on eBay. They're probably twenty bucks a piece now. You couldn't eat them. <laughs> yeah. I, was, <laughs> I, I would still give it a try. <laughs> yeah, and if it's wrapped, yeah. judging from memories, I'm going to give the Ninja Turtles fried pie. A 7.5. <laughs> well deserved. I'll give the fried pie a 7.5, but then they came with stickers too. So oh, yeah, they did. Eight and a half. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Okay, I'm knocking mine up to, to a 10. It's 100% a 10. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. A little up subject, but. <laughs> but related no. in a way. Getting back to the game, we. I think you're right. This this game, to me, I want to see if you guys agree with me or not, is going to be the hardest one for me to review purely because of how much nostalgia I have built up in this game. Yeah. Yep, that's it's gonna be tough because I want to be honest with my review, but in in the said being honest, I'm the nostalgia still creeps up on me today. Even like I still yeah. I still felt these memories just come swelling up in me as we were playing this today. Yeah, I think I think I can do it just because we played a lot of beat 'em ups now, and it's hard not to. With my analytical, inhuman, cold mind, <laughs> it's hard not to compare it to all those games. Right, yeah. But if you just ask me without playing it today, oh yeah, my nostalgia would totally just gush. Yeah, but no. that's still going to play a part. I noticed when we were playing it, like I had all these good memories of other Turtles games, and I kept thinking they were in this game just because I always, to me, in my mind, this is the best Turtles game. So all these, all these parts that are good from other Turtles games, I just assumed were in this game because, in my mind, it's tops. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of them are, but some of the other ones have their own moments too, I guess. Yeah. Obviously. But So I guess let's just get into it then. Uh, Turtles. Turtles. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about graphics first? How yeah. this game looks? Okay. 
I I played this by myself today first because uh-huh. I have this game as well, mm-hmm. and I have it on a <clears throat> and of course on that it's all HD'd out for me. Yeah, and it looked incredible on there because it's on my new TV and everything. It looked amazing. The colors were bright. It popped. Trevor drops dice on the table, uh, but I mean it looked amazing. And then I was like, I wonder how this is going to look when we play it on your uh, original old TV. Yeah, the original game. This is the game that you bought back at Toys R Us. Oh yeah, still. this this is the original nineteen ninety nine copy. Yeah, I mean nineteen dollars and ninety nine cent. Oh, okay, so <laughs> good. Catch. From around ninety two, probably. Yeah. So yeah. I was really curious how this game was going to still look today, and I thought it still looked pretty good. I mean, this is a Konami game, so you know there's going to it's going to at least look pretty good. And this is mm-hmm. a late NES game, like we mentioned before. Yeah, and we'll probably get into it later. But this was only like this wasn't even a year before the N- Turtles games came out for the Super Nintendo. This was like a couple months before Turtles Four on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, which yeah. is I think everybody agrees is a classic. Oh yeah, and I would say this game is also a classic, but we'll get into that here in a minute. Yeah. I mean, graphically, I, I mean, I remember the time there wasn't a better looking game that we could play, I don't think. It felt like anyways at the time. I mean, does Kirby's Adventure come out later? Because it did some things that I'd never seen before. Well, that's... But, I mean, it's a different kind of game, obviously. Yeah, but I get, I get what you're saying. It's also a great looking game. But I thought this was like one of the very best looking games I'd played on the NES. I agree. And I was going to ask you, since we've... Uh, been doing this show over a year now, we've, we've played a lot of original NES mm-hmm. games. One or two years, I guess. Oh, wow, we're old. Yeah. And uh, so my question would be to you, do you think that this game still looks better than any other games we played? To me, personally, I still say it's one of the top ones. As far as like the whole library of NES games we yeah. played? Yeah, I mean... We played some good-looking games. We have, but there's... It's just so colorful, and there's details. You're never bored with what's on screen. Even some of the 16-bit games we played, it's like you just get bored with what's on screen. Yeah. But you don't with this one. I'd agree with that, 100%. What do you think, Derek? How yeah, do you think it looks? I could, if you hand this Nintendo cartridge to somebody and they put it in, I think they're going to be blown away. Because when you give them a Nintendo cartridge, they're expecting a certain number of colors and a certain amount of detail. And this game exceeds it in every way. I mean, it is a very late Nintendo game, but it's still... I mean, I can't think of one that looks better and has as much content as it does. Even Kirby, it was a good game, but I feel like the levels were smaller and more divided up. There's not uh, as much going on. At yeah, the time. yeah, it's more. Everything's bigger, so there's not as much background detail. But what's there is maybe more detailed. But there's not as much going on on each scene. Yeah, which I think is important to remember, and we'll get more into that when we get to the gameplay. But this game has a lot going on. I uh-huh. mean, this is there's a lot of content in this game. Well, you know what I think? I, I, this well, I don't think it's graphics or gameplay, but I think what I love about the way it looks is Derek was pointing this out while we were playing. Even compared to a lot of the 16-bit beat 'em ups we played. Um, you can move around a lot within each area. Yeah. Like, you can explore it almost. I mean, it's very linear. It's a beat-em-up. But you're not graphically, like, you might have water in the foreground you can walk in in the sewers. Then you got your cement in the background. Then on the walls, you got exploding pipes. And you can interact with some of this stuff, too. Right. You can hang off some of the edges of things. But I think it's also important to note that this game does have the NES flicker going on. Oh, yeah. On, but it has a lot going on on the screen at the same time. And it does slow down a few times. It does. But we play two-player, which is the most taxing way to play it. I played one player today that does it the same places. So it's the exact same? Yeah. I think... I'm surprised. I thought this would be the Achilles heel in 2017. But it didn't run it at all for me. Um, What's going on? Hold on a second. Okay, still recording. Sorry. I don't know what happened there. We're good. 
Charlie's uh, computer freaking me out again. It, I thought yes. it was freezing for a second. I was just saying that the flicker I thought was going to ruin this, not or hurt this game, but it really didn't for me. Yeah, and I it, don't know why I keep putting my finger up to talk, but I'm doing it. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. But yeah, th- just know that. There's plenty of that NES slowdown and flicker. But for yeah, me, it's, it's pretty, totally manageable. It's really... The flicker's almost everywhere, but the slowdown's just on, I think, the second level and maybe the fifth or sixth it level. It definitely like happened the, when you were surfing. Yeah, the surfing level, <laughs> yeah. I think, is the second one. That's probably the worst slowdown, but the enemies slow down at the same time, so it doesn't really affect you a whole lot. Um, yeah. It, 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 it doesn't ruin it. it. It seems like it could, but it doesn't. So I think they're smart about it. They knew the limitations of the NES, and frankly, they surpassed them, but they did it in a smart way, I think. Right. It, you're going back to what you said about, like, how much is on the screen, like in Streets of Rage or something like that, to walk from the left edge of the screen to the right edge of the screen is like 10 steps for your character. In this, it's like a 15-second walk for your character to get from one edge to the other. Yeah. And I think just the the perspective this game has, how far it's zoomed out, I guess, kind of gives it a totally different feel than other beat-em-ups to me. And it kind of made uh-huh. other beat-em-ups hard to play almost because they're so zoomed in and it's so tight. There's room for you and three or four enemies on other ones. Here, there's there's lots of room to move around. Mm-hmm. It's, it puts an emphasis on the environment. I mean, at a certain cool. points, you could have two or three foot soldiers plus little flying mechanical drones going around yeah. all at the same time, and you got to defeat all these mm-hmm. things. Uh, now, so we're all agreeing that this game still looks great today. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was and still is one of the... I don't know of a better-looking NES game, but I'm not... I don't know if I can say this is definitely the best-looking, but it's definitely got to be talked about. It, yeah, it's got to be up there. Yeah. So let's get into... We want to save gameplay for last, so let's get into the sound and the music. Now, growing up, this the music for this game held a special place for me. I will say, going back and listening to it today, I think it's because we played so many, especially here lately, so many yeah. games with a great soundtrack. This soundtrack is still really, really good, mm-hmm. but we played some that I thought were slightly better. However, again, I'm going to say this soundtrack is still very, very good. I, th- I think the soundtrack really, the first few levels, like when you're on the, the beach in the Florida Keys, the music's perfect. <laughs> yeah, then Which you, we'll get to. When you go into the, <laughs> the sewer, yeah. uh, I think the music's perfect. Then sort of as you get on in the later levels, once you go into the Technodrome and into Krang's spaceship, the music starts to, it's still good music, but it doesn't necessarily adjust to the scene as well as it does at the start. So it just, it starts to become background music instead of part of the mm-hmm. level. Now, I will say I did love that the theme got 8-bit sort of, uh, it's like an 8-bit version of the theme, but almost remixed. Yeah, it's almost like they detected that the music was kind of dragging, because after a couple levels of it sort of not being maybe as, as good as it was, then suddenly you get a remix of the theme thrown in. Which and is it, awesome. And it brings it back to life. Yeah. I, I kind of had the same experience. Like, in my head, all this memorable music was in this game. But I think a lot of it might have been from Turtles 4 that I'm remembering from this game. Yeah. But at no point was the music ever less than very good. Yeah, I like agree. it. It just wasn't as catchy as I remembered it. But it still, it, it did fade into the background more than I thought remembered. But it's still just it's great for this game. I still remember a few of the themes too, like they're in my head still. But we we just played it to be fair. But and to be fair, I think there's at least ten unique tracks. Yeah, there's no repeated music at all. At all. That I, I mean, other than the remix of the theme, it is. So you got like the title screen music, eight levels. And then end credit music, and I think maybe even one other track. So that's that's a lot for yeah, this game. Yeah, the, the uh, Super Shredder boss fight. Yeah, it's all music. Yeah, and I guess the sound 
how did you think the game actually sounds? It actually has a little bit of voice in it too. The turtles kind of that's say, true, yeah. Uh, like you hear Calabunga, I think it happens once, right? Calabunga. Uh, you hear a little, uh, even though the music has almost. Does the music say "Hey" in it at some point? I, I think like it, it does. does. Like "Hey," yeah. So it's not as much as a Super Nintendo one. Oh yeah, but I mean, it just but, it's but, a Nintendo yeah, game. But there's definitely some voices and all the. I mean, all the fists sound like you would think they would sound when people are throwing a fist in every yeah, game. I, know, movie I noticed when I was using Raphael, there was actually depending on like swinging. Sometimes it would make one sound effect, and swinging another times it would make another diff, another sound effect. Yeah. Which just, I mean, in a beat 'em up where you press one button four thousand times to beat it, it kind of you wouldn't think it make that much of a difference, but it really does change it up. I mean, the game had really the 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 music. And sound effects worked well with the gameplay because, like you're saying, it felt like you were making connection. You knew if you were hearing that slicing sound when using the sword, I don't know how to describe it, but it sounded like, oh yeah, you're getting it done. You're getting the job done. You're hitting this guy. Yeah. When hitting the little metal Mauser things, you know you're hitting them. The little explosion sounds they make. Yeah, each, it's all on point. Really. Yeah, like the if you were uh, hitting a foot soldier, sounded different from hitting like the we'd call them the chair thing, like a little robot chair thing. It made yeah. a different noise from what I remember. Yeah. Like a different clanging noise. So that's kind of neat. That's pretty impressive, mm-hmm. yes. For, for an NES game. I mean, if yeah. we were talking about a Super Nintendo or Genesis game, it'd be different, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's get into the big thing about this game, the gameplay. Hey, here's some tubuloso peanuts, micro uh, I just wish I could feed you every day. You don't have to come to the park every day to feed the birds, Michelangelo. See, you can make a bird feeder with those peanuts and some string. There, it's all done. Yep, birds must love nuts. I mean, they're all over that big green one. As course, as, as people probably can tell, it, this is a beat 'em up. Uh, it follows the uh, Ninja Turtles two in the arcade game in that vein. Yeah, you, you're, you're the turtles. You get to pick between the four turtles. Uh, you get to go through the streets. Do you want to? You want to go into the story now? <laughs> Yeah, the, the we stories. picked out a, we picked out a lot of things in the story that we never noticed as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> so let's let's just kind of get into it. All right, this this game opens with the Ninja Turtles on vacation at the Florida Keys. They're on yeah. the beach. So, and if you remember from the Turtles uh, cartoon, and just honestly, in all the lore, because I'm I'm very familiar with the comics mm-hmm. and stuff too. They're not only are they ninjas, they're mutant turtles, so they never want to be seen by people. Yeah, here they are on the beach. On a very public beach, it yeah. seems, <laughs> just uh, lounging out, having a vacation, watching a TV that somehow works without electricity, with, yes. with a martini glass next to it, and they're supposed <laughs> to be teenagers. Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, according to the name, I, that would be my guess. And of course, it's not middle-aged mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, as it always happens in a Ninja Turtle game, Shredder decides he's going to pick this time. Apparently, he knew they were on vacation right. to steal Manhattan and to murder about. 50 million people. Right. And also, he also destroys New York, by the way. The yes, game says yeah. he destroyed New York. That's off screen. Like we killed yeah. the turtles. <laughs> he killed a lot of people off screen. <laughs> like we killed the turtles in our skits. Shredder killed all of New York, excluding Manhattan, off screen. Which really stinks because our producer, Chris, is in New York. So he's not in the city, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. on the outskirts somewhere. So, we'll so be we can still do the podcast. It takes him about an hour, hour and a half to get there. Yeah. So we're all right. This is getting dark for turtles. <laughs> but. <laughs> This we never realized real- that as a kid. Yeah. He just killed the people in New York City. Yeah. Like, like wait nothing. a minute. Just cannon fodder. I mean, destroyed shredded. usually doesn't mean that he helped them out. No, there's no way that people lived when it says, the word literally says destroyed New York. So it's more like he just spared Manhattan, and that's what we're yeah. trying to save now. And he spared it by literally lifting it up, and somehow a camera caught that shot too, that Derek pointed that out. <laughs> lifted, it, lifted up the whole uh, island of Manhattan 
yeah. from the ground into the air somehow. Pretty amazing and impressive. Yeah, definitely. And uh, so that's it. We decide we're going to head off and uh, get to Shredder. Yeah, to save April. Yep. So this is so you literally go up the whole East Coast technically in this game, but, but you get to New York pretty quick in the second level, which we'll get to that. But that's because we surfed up there, yeah, <laughs> and caught a ride on a submarine. You want to go ahead and give the levels away? Yeah, real yeah. Quick? Let's start. Okay, where you start on the beach, which is just an awesome first level for a turtles game. Yeah, this is what they're called. Right. The first level is called Fort Slaughterdale Beach. What? Really? <laughs> that's what this is. It is instead of Fort Lauderdale. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, then number two is the typhoon. Well, ty- do we want to give any thoughts on the levels? Like the beach, I don't have to give thoughts about every level, but the beach, I love, always love that. No other beat em up that I knew about started on a beach. That's just awesome. Now, now in turtle lore, it shouldn't make sense. No. However, I mean, it's dumb as heck, but it's fun. Yeah, but however, <laughs> I thought just from a, uh, just from a graphics trying to show what it, the game could do yeah. standpoint, that was pretty smart because the beach is a lot brighter than a, than a city street would be. Yeah. And I it's thought it really bright. made everything pop, and it made it really bright. It's, yeah, it's just a fun level, too. You're finding the Foot Clan on the beach. You're going on a pier, and there's, like, holes dropping in the pier. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's, that's yeah. what really impressed me is in every different scenario, it kind of makes sense where the Foot Soldiers come from. Like, they'll, they'll pop out of the pier at the beach or come from behind billboards. Then you get to the city, and they pop out of glass windows or out of the back of shady-looking minivans. Yeah. Like uh, you would think ninjas that's, would do. Yeah, I mean, yes. so it's for an NES game, I mean... You're expecting them just to walk on the edge of the screen, but you get a lot more here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, the, the enemies always introduce themselves in fun ways. Even just the regular purple foot soldiers. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and then we get to the Typhoon Tidal Pool, which I assume is... Uh, surfing. When you're surfing. All the way from the Florida Keys to New York. I think this is the, I think this is where you're surfing and also in a submarine. Yeah, it's the yeah. combination of the surf yeah. and the submarine. The submarine's also... It's been done before, I guess, but it's a cool setting for beat em up yeah. on top of a submarine. Yeah, it's pretty fun, even though there's some strange weapons on there, but hey. Yeah, that triple cannon always looked weird to me. It looks it, like a... It looks uh, like an alien thing, right? Yeah. I always assumed it was something Krang did. Yeah. It's from Dimension X. It's gotta be. You know, okay. The best part about the turtles. And then, of course, Dimension Brooklyn X. Bridge is falling down. That's where you jumped on the bridge. Oh, yeah. And this is where the game really picks up in difficulty. But it's fun, though, because you can throw them off the bridge. Yeah, and they can knock you off of it, yeah. too. And also, you can accidentally jump off of it. Not that I would know or anything. Uh, and then you got Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the jungle. I guess jumping on to the island of Manhattan, I suppose. Yeah, and then yeah, you the got city, yeah. then you got the sewer pipe nightmares when you actually get into the sewers again. Because yeah. every turtle game has to have at least one sewer section. Yeah. Uh, and Leatherhead, I have to say, he's the boss there. Uh, I'm going to go through the bosses after okay. these. Yeah. I got those all here too. Uh, then we had the Technodrome, which is, of course, everybody knows. And if you don't know this, then we can't be friends. But that's Krang's main vehicle weapon mm-hmm. thing. It's a humongous. Humongous station, but a yeah, battle a station, I guess. Humongous ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a yeah. giant eyeball on the top yeah. of it. <laughs> and tread, like tracks on the yeah. bottom. Uh, and then Vertigo Point Tower. And then I that's think it's the elevator. Where, it's an elevator when you get up to the roof. Oh, yeah. Rooftops. And, and then that's where Shredder gets lifted up by something. And that something is Kring Spaceship, which is the last level. Now, all through this, this is what this game did for any turtle nerd like me. This game did something really interesting with the with the villains, the uh, boss fights, and that is they took them from all <laughs> yeah. sorts of things, from the cartoon to the toys to the movies that were out at that time. Yeah. So you're going to have a big mixture of here. Uh, I don't think these are in any sort of order because um, you have Rocksteady's the first one. You yeah, he's on the beach. Uh, then you have Ground Chuck, which is that what was he? I remember. I remember the I think name. He was on the submarine. 
Yeah, he was the guy in the summer yep. when they swung the pipe around. Oh, yeah. Uh, then you had uh, Slash, who was just a mini-boss, and I thought he was really tough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Bebop comes in, and Bebop was just strange purely because I've never known him ever in any sort of uh, source that he was in have a have a, what would you call it on his head? Like his a mace head. on his like head. A, yeah, like a mace on his head. That he could swing. Yeah. I've never ever seen him have he that. He shook his head, head around and yeah. swung his mace at you. <laughs> Which was actually the easiest boss for us, probably, because he just focused on you, but you were almost, you were out of reach, so yeah. I could just beat him up from behind. Wow. Which you can't do when you're playing by yourself, FYI. Uh-uh. It doesn't work near as well when you're doing it that way. Yeah, then, probably for disclaimer, I should go and point out, I've never played this game single player, so everything I say is about two player. Just I don't know that I have up. either, because we always played it so together. I guess I'm the only one to try it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. You're right. a loner. Yeah, and that's about the level I got to. I got to uh, Bebop by myself. I still had a continue left, but I just didn't feel like going all the way through that all over again, so I didn't play it again. Uh, then Dirtbag is the next one. I think it was the guy with the pickaxe. Is that right? Yeah, the rat. I like Dirtbag on his minecart. Yeah, yeah, I think that's who that was. Yeah, yeah he's he's a cool character. Then you got Mother Mouser, and that was just a... a in the sewer. That was in the sewer. That was the... Uh, the foot soldier riding the foot soldier the riding that giant mouser. Yeah. Uh, then you had Leatherhead, who was pretty tough. He's yeah, he's. I think he was the hardest boss up to this point by far. Yeah, and I, he they did a really good job of introducing him because the music gets quiet and you just hear dripping water in the sewer tunnel. Then suddenly he appears mm-hmm. and the music yeah. kicks in. It is. It's, it's a really they impressive did, moment for any NES game. They, they did I a remember good job with that a few times. Uh, they did a good job with him on there, and they also did a good job with Dirtbag because he comes through first, almost fakes you out. Then yeah, he's gonna jump out then. And then he comes back. And then the music kind of stops and he comes back. Mm-hmm. And the music changes and hits. It's, it's ambiance. Ambiance, however you say the word. Ambient. Uh, <laughs> it's ambient. Trevor, you know here on RetroBliss we pronounce words correctly. So it's ambient. Yeah. Uh, in an NES game, which is pretty cool. I mean, it's not like Metroid ambience, but it's... it's. I remember being a little bit creeped out when uh, when uh, you would hear the minecart go by. And it's like, wait, is he coming back? And then yeah. he comes back. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember when we, this happened today... For a split second, I had in my head, oh, maybe we go on farther, and then he comes back. Yeah. But no, he actually just comes back right then and there. And then you had Razar, who is one of the villains from Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, the movie. Which is so funny to me. They're pulling from the live-action movies. I love that this game isn't based on any arcade game. They can do what they want to do. Yeah, uh, and then you had Shredder, of course. And then uh, after you defeat him, you have actually defeated him, by the way. You think that's the end of the game, but no. Yeah, this game has a couple fake hit, fake yeah. odds if you think about it. Because that's only like five or six levels in. <laughs> this is like Lord of the Rings Return of the King all over again. <laughs> then you had uh, Toka, who was the other uh, villain from Ninja Turtles 2. And then you had Father Mouser, who's the other, uh, just the same thing as Mother Mouser, pretty much. Huh. Yeah, just a, a rehash there. Beat him up's usually good for that. And then the last two, of course, are Krang, and then you get Super Shredder, who was from Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of Those. Yeah, there's actually played a little, by Kevin Nash, by the way. There's actually a little cutscene where he breaks the ooze on himself and grows. It's kind of, I mean, it's not impressive nowadays, but back then, just to get any yeah. any little bits of story like yeah. that and a beat 'em up, other than the text board, was impressive. Yeah, it really was. Uh, this, oh, I just want to say, as far as the bosses, this game has a leg up already on the Hyperstone Heist for Genesis. Oh yeah, which was a Genesis game, because in that game you beat like four or five levels. Then you have a gauntlet just fighting all the same enemies over again. Yeah, this yeah game, they just force it on you. Just keep going, guys. You're fine. I hate your computer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, yeah, like, there's actually more to the game, but it's not just a rehash of all the same levels and stuff. Right, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the bosses. Um, we made it to the very end. We made it to Super Shredder, and we lost our last life. Um, we did go back and use the level select code and, and beat it. But I don't so think we, so. We've actually seen this whole game. We haven't. 
I don't think it's more much to say. There's not much of an ending. <laughs> well, I mean, no, no Nintendo game really. I mean, very few. Very few had a yeah. real ending. So and that's yeah. and with as much as they give you in this game to do, that's kind of forgivable to me. Yeah. But I know what you're saying. There really isn't much there. Yeah, the ending shows happiness back for Manhattan, but everybody else in New York's just screwed because I guess they were already destroyed. I mean, there's, <laughs> yes. there's, there's no coming back yeah. from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's really nothing to say there because uh, I guess can't go can, too dark with that. We can give the controls real quick because it's pretty simple. Uh, of course, with the Nintendo, you only got an A and a B button, uh directional pad, of course. But um, one button's attack, one button's jump, and you can mix those together sort of. You can do jumping attacks, and you can also push down and attack and do like a lift them up. What would you call that move? It's like a stronger attack. You throw almost, them over your head, almost yeah. in place of a grapple move. You mm-hmm. have you have a sling move. Yeah, and it's and it's stronger than the mm-hmm. the normal hit, but you get less points for doing it. So yeah, every well, at least at the first every fifty thousand points, you get a life. And when you use that move to throw them over your head, it kills them quicker. But you have to balance that with getting more points to get yeah, you more get lives. Half the points for killing them. That Which way. I thought was kind of an interesting way it to is. do that. I love it. I've said it before. I'm not against games having high scores and stuff, but I, I I like, if there's something to collect, I want there to be a reason. Yeah. Like in Super Mario Odyssey, I mean, cheap plug for a game that I've played, haha, you guys haven't. Um, <laughs> wah, wah. There's, you collect coins everywhere, and at first you're like, well, who cares, they're everywhere. And then you're like, holy cow, I want every coin, because there's awesome stuff to buy. I love that the score matters in this game, you're not collecting it, but you want to kill every enemy, and you want to do it the hard way if you can, because you want to get that score up, you want to get lives. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah, it actually yeah. gives you a reason to score. Yeah, I mean, since it's not an arcade game, I'm surprised it really even had a score, but it, they did use it as a good uh, method to get lives, so it's it's kind of important. And yeah. When you defeat the bosses, of course, you're both given 50-50. That's, that's, but, that would be my one complaint <laughs> about this game. When, yeah. when you kill a boss, only one of you gets the points. Whoever yeah. gets that last hit, be a total jerk. The, yes. It starts at 10,000, and some of the bosses yeah. were up to forty or 50,000. Yeah. yeah. So whoever gets that last hit in on the bosses gets all those points, no matter... Despite the fact that both of you worked on that on that boss, you know my favorite moment from the day though, the special move where you press A and B that normally sucks your life down. Yeah, when you're down to the last peg, you know it doesn't hurt you. I don't remember ever spamming it so much as I did today, and that was so much fun. It's hard to pull off at first. I don't know if you already said that. I know y'all were really struggling with it. I was a little bit, but once you do, I just kept spamming it, and especially as Leonardo because he spins like in a cyclone. It's just really cool to last. For like a minute or two on that last peg of health. Yeah, because any any little hit would kill you. Um, and I guess that kind of really is another pretty amazing thing about this game. They could have just made all four turtles the same thing. Yeah. And gotten away with it, just changing the colors of the bandanas. But they're not, yeah. But however, each one, due to the weapons, play a little different. And also, their special moves are different. Right. And are useful for different things. Like, like I think originally we all thought Michelangelo's was the least useful. But however, you can take out two or three bad guys at once with his. Yeah. If you do it right. My favorite special is definitely Leo's, but they all have their use. Yeah. Um, And they're just fun to spam once you're down to that one bag of health and you know they can't hurt you. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah sure. Trevor was getting a cramp. He was spamming it so much on that one life. My, my fingers were hurting. Yeah. It, it was fun, though. Um, Do you want to go over what the special moves are, or is that too much yeah, detail? Yeah. I mean, Leonardo, he spins in a circle with a sword. It's like a sword cyclone. So no range hardly, but it's great yeah. for clearing enemies. And Raphael turns sideways and does the same it's thing, like but, goes, but it goes across the room. Yeah, it's, it's a drill. Horizontal. It's completely of. silly if you think yeah. about it, but it's cool. But uh, Donatello does like a like a roll with his with his bow staff, like out. a barrel roll. I guess. Yes. A barrel roll with his bow yeah. staff. So out. His is like a wide attack, and yeah. then Raphael's will be a wide attack, and then. Leonardo's and Michelangelo's, I guess, are close. Michelangelo does almost a donkey kick. He, yeah. <laughs> he kicks yeah. his legs up in the air. And yeah. His is the hardest to use, I it's think. It's probably the, it's powerful, but it's 
more concentrated. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty neat that this game would go, and it kind of set the precedent for the other games to do this. To me, it's cool. I mean, you take, um, I guess, Golden Axe, maybe. I feel like you got a couple of your special moves, then they're done. So it's kind of, it's not that they don't matter, but it's not really a huge part of the game. The special moves are a big part of this game, and I like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it makes you feel cool. Yeah, it does. I feel like yeah. a cool dude. I want to feel cool, and that's how I did it. Now, uh, I'm one cool dude. You are. <laughs> Cal- well, learn from us, kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, is there anything else about this game you want to say before we get into our final scores? I don't think so. Uh, I think I mentioned there's eight stages, which for a Turtles game was actually quite a few. There's a unique boss fight at the end of each stage, plus a couple of mid-bosses. probably talk about all the variety of the enemies, because you think, oh, Foot Clan, it's just going to be a bunch of the same enemy yeah. over and over and over. But Johnny pointed out, all the Foot Clan is color-coordinated based oh, on what they do. Like, yeah. yeah. If, if they carry a boomerang, they're yellow. Correct. If they throw sand in your face, they're orange. If they throw throwing stars at you, they're red. Yeah. If they're like salmon-colored, they throw spears at you. Yeah. So, and uh, let's see, barrel guys were dark blue, and yeah. the guys yeah. carrying the two-ton weights to throw on your head were like lighter blue. Did you yeah. say the sword guys, they're white. And the sword guys are white. Um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. a, for them to all be Foot Clan, there's a very impressive amount of enemies, and they all have different... They, have like, different, they, they behave differently, Yes, which to me was also impressive. The AI in this, for its time to me, it really, really was. was pretty impressive. Really was. I mean, some of them, like some of the bad guys would come at you. I, I think it's... Some of the, some of the beat 'em up games, it feels sluggish. Like you, you feel like you press the A button and your character winds up and punches. And the same thing coming back on the enemies, you can see them winding up for a punch. This is just instant. You press the button and you're swinging, and it it goes the other way. When when they're about to do their attack, you get no warning either. So just, sometimes you just have to you run and jump around and hope for the best. I just I'm going to let you guys behind the curtain here for a second. My computer, ever since it updated yesterday, has been acting really weird. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to give Chris more work, but should we stop it and save it right now and start? According again? to what I'm looking at, it's recorded. All, all right, right, let's just keep going. Then. <laughs> See, I'm just, talk, I'm just talking through it and hoping yeah. for the best. Yeah. <laughs> yep. If you never hear this episode, I promise it was like the best ever. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, but I think that's a good point, Derek. That yeah. all these, that all these AI actually behave differently. I mean, some of them would come at you. Uh, some of them would like when you look towards them, they would run away and then fight when your back was turned to them. I mean, th- that was pretty impressive. At yeah, the time. they would run off the screen and then do a belly flop back onto the screen trying to hit you. And I don't, I don't know if they're in the turtles lore. I, my turtles experience is the live action movies, the old ones, and then the games and the eighties, early nineties cartoon. Mm-hmm. So, but the when you went to the spaceship and the RoboCop looking guys that shot the bullets at you, we noticed that if you stay on the ground and don't jump, they never shoot. So you can kill them pretty easily. But if you start jumping and trying to do your jump attack at them, they shoot you out of the air every time. Mm-hmm. And well, I, don't, I don't ever remember noticing that as a kid, I guess. Well, I will also say... Yeah, it's that, an important pattern to notice, too. That those robot guys are actually in the Turtles lore quite a bit, but it's only one of them. And I'm blanking on his name, but he's actually a good guy. Robotron. That's not it at okay. all, whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> but he was actually a good guy and always helped the Turtles. Huh. And this, the fact that I know that is why I can't keep a girlfriend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it impresses them at first. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> how he gets them. Charles, Charles yeah, that's all there is to you. <laughs> I can get in the door, but I get kicked out a week later. Now, but yeah, impressive, <laughs> impressive enemy variety for the time. Impressive AI. Patterns are a big part of this game. Like I said, I don't think we knew that as a kid because we were ignorant children. Yeah, and now we're ignorant adults. Exactly. And it sort of ties into the graphics almost because you have the foot soldiers that throw the barrels, and when you get hit by it, 
your character doesn't just recoil. It actually plays an animation of you getting stuck in a barrel and trying to fight your way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they throw a weight on you, your you, your character turns it into an accordion-looking character and waddles yeah. around until it pops back out. Yeah, the animations are pretty awesome. Um, and then there's rolling. There's ones rolling on giant wrecking balls, and when they roll over, your character flattens out. It's like just a pancake, for, yeah. for an NES game, it it blows my mind that they could pull it off. A lot of the Turtles games after this, well, there weren't that many, but uh, for the Super Nintendo, I know it definitely used some of these animations and stuff. Which was being made at the same time, right? So I guess be. they'd been decided so at the same sense. time, yeah. Yeah, but this is its own thing. This is nothing like the Super Nintendo no. game. They're totally different in a lot of different ways. Mm. Uh, but I guess now we can get into our final scores. What do you guys yeah. think? Sure. Well, letting go of balloons is a bad idea. What goes up must come down. When balloons run out of helium, they can group in the ocean. Sea animals might think the balloons are food and eat them. It could make them really sick. Metallic balloons can be dangerous, too. If they get caught in power lines, they can cause a blackout. It's safer to play with balloons indoors. Hey, wait! Whoa, no way! Who wants to go first? This is a big one. Uh, do you want to just go I, down the line, or do you go down the line, go? Trevor? Go ahead. It doesn't matter. I can go since I'm the guest, or I'll, I'll go. Yeah, go ahead. So, my question coming into this is: Was it as good as we thought it was? Because you can probably all tell when we were kids, we thought this was the perfect game. Mm-hmm. So, looking back, I tried to look at it in perspective, not of what we knew then, but of if we knew everything then. Um, it came out in February '92 which is after Streets of Rage, Final Fight, and Golden Axe. I had no concept that these games existed when I played this game. No. Um, so, does I think if I had known that, then maybe I wouldn't have been impressed with this game as much. It still would have been a great game, don't get me wrong, but those games would have made this a little less perfect to me. But what makes a good beat-em-up? It's like... 25% good controls, 25% good move sets, maybe 25% having a good variety of levels, which I think this does better than any of those games I just mentioned. And then 25%, I think, is memorable good guys and bad guys. And mm-hmm. who remembers Axe Battler, Tyrus Flair, <laughs> Gallius Thunderhead, you had Adam write, Hunter? You, you had to write those down. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. reading off a piece of paper. Oh, from these are from Golden Axe and Streets of Rage, Blaze Fielding. I mean, nobody knows any of these. And I think kids today still would recognize the turtles. I know they, I mean, they keep making them relevant. And I think not, not just to cash in, but because it's a good franchise. It's a good, yeah. it's a good lore. So I think at the time, I don't think this game was as good as we thought it was. But going back and playing it now, I think it holds up better than those even. And for me, it does at least. Um, so it's, it's really hard to balance it out with my memories versus what we played today. But I would still give it at least. Do you guys do quarter points here? Yeah. We do what we want to do. <laughs> yep. Sure do. I, I'm going to give it an 8.75. Just probably the only things I'm taking off for are just the slowdown, which is it's hard to do because I have to rate it still as an NES game, and I would expect it to all run that slow <laughs> looking at it for an NES game. Um, so, yeah, that's it's as a beat-em-up. For me, it's still the quintessential beat 'em up because I just like the perspective of it. I don't like feeling zoomed in like so many other beat 'em ups did. Mm-hmm. Well, Trevor, you want to go? Yeah, I'm going, and I was just looking. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't base it on necessarily what I gave other games, but I mean, like Derek was kind of saying, I do try to consider every other game I've ever played because that's how you do a review, I think. 
But at the same time, every game stands on its own. And I, I'll just say flat out, I don't, it's not the most complex beat em up, but I don't know that I've still played one that actually feels better. Like at its core, it just feels as soon as I picked it up again, you guys started playing first and I was watching you. But as soon as I picked up the controller, I told you 10 seconds in, I'm like, this already feels better than most of the beat em ups we played for the show. I think a lot of it just comes to the speed of it. I mean, everything, yeah. the button inputs are instant. Everything happens right away. And sometimes it feels almost cheap because the enemies are the same way. You just get hit right away. <laughs> yeah. But there's no there's no long lineups or it just, it feels like you're doing, everything that happens, you're doing. It's not, the game's not playing itself. There it is. Hyperstone Heist. That's the other one I was looking for. Okay, so I think I gave away back when we covered Hyperstone Heist, which is a great game, that I thought this game was better from my memory. And I thought Turtles 4 was better, but Hyperstone House was still great. We've not played Turtles 4, and I've not played it recently. But I, but I, after playing this today, and it's not just nostalgia speaking, I think this is easily better than Hyperstone Heist, which is saying something, because it's an 8-bit game. I do remember Turtles 4, Turtles in Time, just being fantastic. So I don't know if I'm ready to say this is the best Turtles game that ever came out. But it is neck and neck for me. I don't know if I could... For nostalgia purposes, for some reason my memories of this one are stronger. Turtles of Time feels like this game except 16-bit in some ways, but at the same time feels different. I don't know if I could pick. I think if I could only have one in my life, though, maybe this is telling. I feel like if I, don't, I could only have one Turtles game in my life, it's going to be this one. And I'm going to miss Turtles 4 like crazy, but I think it's going to be this one. The graphics are great, great NES graphics. The gameplay is fantastic. The music's great. Two players, perfect. It's still fun as a single-player game, according to Johnny. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going. I'm going to give it a nine because if not, then what? What's the point of having a nine for me? Because <laughs> I just I just enjoy it so much. It holds up so well. I mean, on one hand, I wanted to go like eight and a half because I'm like, well, it is a simple game, but who cares? It's doing exactly what it means to do. Yeah, so you got me thinking about wanting to change my score because it is a simple game, but. For a beat 'em up, what more could you ask of it? The length is ridiculously good. The difficulty is yeah. perfectly balanced. I think. Um, I feel like this is a longer game than both the Super it, Nintendo. Oh yeah, the Hyper, it is. Hyperstone yeah. Heist is. I know it's longer than Hyperstone. Hyperstone Heist. Heist feels like it's cut off in its second act. Yeah. Even Turtles in Time, I remember playing, thinking, "Oh wow, it's over already." And I think that's because we played so much of this game, yeah. which almost feels mm-hmm. it ends at the right time. Mm-hmm. You're ready for it to end, but it doesn't wear on too long. You feel so, like you earned the ending. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. really got me wanting to up my score a little bit because it got me thinking. Compared to other turtles games, I don't. I think this is the best. We'll see if I can convince you to up it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I guess sell the, me on it, Johnny. Yeah, I'm going to sell you. I on guess this. To, to wrap up my thoughts, just you know what you're getting into if you're playing this. You're not expecting Legend of Zelda. You're not expecting even Mario as far as complexity. But if you know what you're getting into, you've got to play this if you love beat 'em ups. And I just wanted to comment on what Derek said about. I didn't know that uh, Golden Axe existed. I didn't know Streets of Rage existed. Final Fight. This might be crazy to some people, but I think this is better than the first in each of those. Now, Streets of Rage 2, which I've not played as much as I should, is an incredible beat-em-up. It's amazing. But I think this is better than all those games you just mentioned. The first ones, like the original Streets of Rage, the original Golden Axe. Um, that's my opinion. Now, Streets of Rage 2, we got to play that for the show because it is amazing. But, yeah, this is just it's one of the best beat-em-ups ever made, and I think probably the best Turtles game ever made. My main worry going into this game is was uh, like the Ninja Turtles cartoon from our heyday. 
Does this still hold up? Because that cartoon sadly does not whatsoever. Thankfully, this to me held up. And not only held up, the score that I had in my head, like nothing changed. And it was a high score. So here we go. Graphically, this game looks amazing. I mean, this is a really... If you want to show... I know it sounds weird to say this, but if you want to show the power of what a Nintendo can do, put this game in. Mm Because this game looks amazing. Now... I'll go ahead and get the negatives out of the way first, because I think it's fair to note the negatives, despite how much we love this game. It does have the flicker in it, because there's so much going on, and it does slow down a few times. Mm-hmm. And we got to be honest about that. And if, we're being, and if we're being really honest, that story has a lot of weird things going on in it. It's a weird <laughs> twist and turn story. Yep. But other than that, this game, to me, still held up today. I mean, I mm-hmm. want to go back and play it again already. Uh, the music is very, very good. Uh, the gameplay is where this game really stands out. Like you said, it is a simple beat-em-up, really at its heart, at its core. Mm-hmm. But it's done so well, almost perfectly, I would say. This was one of my all-time favorite games ever as a kid. And I knew about those games you mentioned. Because I, I went to public school, and kids would talk about all these other games and stuff all the time. And I would go over to friends' houses and maybe play a few of them. Uh, I had a buddy who lived up the the road from me in in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. and he had a Sega Genesis well long before I got one. So I got to play a lot of these games. But for whatever reason, Ninja Turtles 3 Manhattan Project, I love more than those. And maybe it's because of my love for the Turtles. I mean, i got to be honest about that. The subject matter, definitely. it's they, But they, to me, are by far the most memorable of all those games you said, just character-wise. And this game is just done well. The controls are pretty amazing. And this is not an easy game. I mean, it's not the hardest one we played, but it's not an easy one either. Because mm-hmm. we did, we technically didn't beat it today. No. I, I think it's just balanced so well. Because yeah. it's, it's... Some of the games, when they were just expecting you to pump quarters into them, because they're arcade games. So if, when you got them at home, it was impossible almost. And other ones... You just walk through them. I, I almost remember Turtles 4 being that way, but I don't want to say it because it's been so long since I played it. It but, was easier to beat. Hopperstone Haas is almost that way. Yeah, Maybe Hopperstone that's what ha- I'm thinking of. See, and this game, and I think you guys agree with me, I only ever remember us beating this game one time, mm-hmm. going all the way through and not cheating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I only remember that one time. And this game, to me, is still as incredible as it was back then. And I tried, and the main thing that I like to rate a game on is, is this game still fun? Did I still have fun playing this game? And I most certainly did. Yeah. This game still holds up. I had a blast playing this. I had fun playing it by myself, which is saying a lot. But I also had even more fun, of course, playing with y'all. Because it brought back all those memories, too. But plus, this is a perfect two-player game. And also, the cover art's incredible. That's what I was about to mention. Do you know something funny about the cover art? They're fighting Triceratons who don't show up in yeah, the game. Yeah, there's a tri- Triceraton who's not in the game at yeah, all. Yeah, it's not in the game. That's from the comics. This is actually a, one of the comic covers. They just put the Manhattan Project Really? Over. Yeah. See, that's the same much... for the Floating City. It's nothing Again, that's in the game. this is why I don't keep a girlfriend, because I know this stuff. Oh, but, yeah. But if you notice, like, uh, the original picture of this, I think they all had the red bandanas and stuff. They they, color, they colored them for this one. Yeah. But, the, this but tri- the art is amazing. That's like Eastman and, and, and Laird art right I, there. I love it, but I never realized as a kid, wait a minute, that character's not even in the game, and he's front and center on the cover. Yeah, because you notice how the characters are actually a little blockier than normal? Yeah. That's how they kind of looked originally. So I, I love this gang cartridge. Yeah. Nintendo had a great history. I mean, Castlevania's uh, cover yeah. was amazing, 
But this was my all-time favorite cover ever of any of those games, of any Nintendo game. It looks great, yeah. So it looks amazing. My score is going to be, I had nine in my head when I came in here. Yeah. When we played it two-player, it stayed nine. It's a definite nine for me. I This is one of my all-time favorite games. It will always will be, and yeah. it still is. One of my favorite games that we played so far for this show. And we played some really, really good games. Mm-hmm. And I got to give this a nine, and Derek, you got to knock it up to a nine. Yeah, I, I just remember reminding myself of something else. I'm definitely bumping it up to a nine because I don't know when we got this game, but I remember, I believe it was Christmas 95, we got a top-loading Nintendo, and at the same time, we got Donkey Kong Country 2 for the Super Nintendo. And I specifically remember playing this game tons in that top-loading Nintendo, which tells you kind of how it holds up to... I mean, Donkey Kong Country 2 is probably the best game on the Super Nintendo, in my opinion, graphically and design-wise and gameplay-wise. So if we were still going back and playing this often, very often, I mean, it, it was holding up to the next generation at the time, and I think it still holds up. So I'm, I'm definitely going to go up to a 9. I shortchanged it. So I think everybody kind of knew going into so this. Triple if, nines. if they've listened to the show before, then they already knew that this was yeah. going to be RetroBlist approved. 100% is. Now, Trevor... I don't know if you looked up how much this game's going for now. I do remember because <laughs> I looked this game up like earlier this year and it was going for 40 ish bucks running there. I do remember being happy. This is one game I didn't foolishly get rid of because this is not cheap now. I think, unfortunately, it just what didn't sell as well as the other one. Well, none of the Turtles games are cheap, though. Well, it's a, it's a late NES I mean, game, yeah. too. Most people would sold That's their true. NESs and moved on to Super Nintendo. Because, I mean, back then, nobody... You didn't keep the old systems, I don't think. I, I don't remember anybody... <laughs> everybody was trying to sell them to get the next system so they could afford it. So I yeah. think so many people had moved on to the Super Nintendo that this game just didn't sell as well. Well, you know what? It's not as bad as I thought. I think maybe stores are just overcharging. It looks like I can get it for about 25 bucks. Oh man, that's a steal. I think. I mean, I to think me, so it's too. worth it. I mean, yeah. there's a lot here, and it's if, especially if you're a turtle fan, this is a must get. I'll be honest. I thought it was like forty. It's you got to get it at twenty five bucks, and, thirty bucks maybe for a decent cartridge. And I think even though this game is difficult, I think this is a really good game to get if your kids love Ninja Turtles and you want to kind of introduce them to old games. This is kind of perfect for that. Yeah, yeah and I mean, we found we never used it. I don't even know if we knew it existed, but the Konami code does get you. A sort of a secret menu where you can change the difficulty down and increase the number of lives. Mm-hmm. So even a kid could make it pretty far then. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. there's a stage select on there too. Yeah. So you can see it all. And you get a sealed copy for a thousand bucks. You've oh, that's got to buy it sealed. Oh my I'm going to steal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we pull all our Patreon money together, we can get for, it by for 20 years. Everybody, for 20, everybody, nobody ever leaves. Yeah. No, no, nobody pull out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're already like a month behind because of the microphone. So <laughs> we literally barred from next month's Patreon because we're optimistic. Yeah. We also so, yeah. are very honest about how we yeah. do things. Let's put a big old <laughs> shiny, like velvet covered neon retro bliss approved sticker. Yeah. On the front of my cartridge, that's in pretty good shopen, shape until we put this shopen. sticker on it. Yeah, it's in a very good pretty good shape. Yeah. Good shopen. Very good shopen. That's my favorite ninja move, the shopen. <laughs> the shopen. <laughs> so, let's, you want to get into uh, fan feedback? Let's do some fan feedback. Fan feedback. Twitter right first because right first right first because yeah. I'm used to nobody commenting on there. But then I realized our super talented, uh, non-related to Genesis Gems artist, our musician friend Dia D Y A, also known as Dia Gamblick. He uh, commented that he used you know the hey that the turtles say in this game. Yeah, he used that sample to make a song. 
Oh man, I want to hear that one now. I bet I've heard it because I've listened to a lot. Apparently, of I don't have SoundCloud downloaded on my phone because I don't understand technology. Well, who knows? But anyways, that's pretty cool. Man. So maybe you know, we'll, what I, you know what else I won't mention? Maybe we'll find a way to put that in the episode. We're still at war with Genesis Gems. And yeah, you definitely should not listen to that, even though he's on it. Yeah, and it's actually got some cool people on it, and it's a good show. But don't listen to it. No, don't. Uh, was that all you had on there for that? Yeah, do you want me to go Instagram? Because to be honest, it was Slim Pickens on there. Yeah, go ahead, and then I'll do my Instagram. So you should you should head to Instagram and follow Retro Blist. You'll see pictures from all over the game room here, um, as well as other stuff. And uh, pretty much what I expected. I don't think that many people played this game compared to the other Turtles games. We only have one comment on there. MJ's Game Room said he loves this game. And uh, that was our only comment on there. More people need to, to need to try this game. Well, I'll stick with Instagram right now. You can go follow me, my personal account on Instagram, Johnnyism28. But I would uh, Unless you just don't want to, and that's uh, then you'd be like Trevor. Uh, and Derek. But I don't think Derek has an Instagram, so that's probably why. <laughs> but even if he did, he wouldn't follow me. Never. <laughs> uh, Warp Zone Graphics, our buddy Mike, said, At long last, LOL, I enjoyed the arcade games for sure, but the NES game was a fantastic support. To be honest, I'm much more excited about hearing yours and Trevor's memories about the games about the game during your childhoods. Those are my favorite episodes of The Bliss. I like it being called The Bliss now. The Bliss. That almost sounds cool. He has a name. <laughs> what I don't like is... Wait, is his comment not done? No, that's the end of his. Okay. I don't like that one of our star commenters is commenting on your personal page when he could be on the Retro Bliss page. Well, I haven't got to that yet. Oh, you mean the Instagram page? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, you got to do a better job with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sadness. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I'm going to try and hopefully not cuss when I'm trying to do it. Uh, bench, as in like you sit on a bench. Okay. Benjay official. How would you pronounce that, Derek? Benchai. Benchai official says great stuff with a thumbs up. Uh, Art or Die, who's a, another artist, I believe, said yes, as in they're really happy that we're doing this. It's simple, y'all. Said nice one. And our buddy, Mick Theopatison, said. I never played it, but I really, uh, but I hear really great things about it. However, I probably won't hear that from you too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not really offering my own feedback as much as I'm just reflecting yours. Well, what a profit! Because I think this is one of the this is one of the games we brought up many times before actually reviewing. Yeah, it. we. I think to the point maybe it was annoying to people who didn't care. <laughs> yeah, so they, probably they'll good. probably just skip this episode altogether. Yeah. Oh, we already know just, what they think, and it's just going to be a bunch of. Fanboys, yeah. like blah blah blah, bliss approved, done. And then on our <laughs> Facebook page, just go to Retro Bliss on Facebook. Uh, we had a couple. Um, Peter Guzman or Guzman, I always feel like I'm saying his name wrong, and I don't mean to for once. Uh, said best NES TMT game for sure. Timmy Max said, "I can say so much about this game. I love TMNT, and the games are still some of the best from childhood. And now I've had this game for quite a while and beat it a few times. And on the NES, it's arguably the best. Did I mention I love this game?" Trevor, do you have this up? You want to read Andrews? Because I'm not allowed to. Andrew Coed, I will read your statement. He says, Johnny is a terrible man. Oh, actually, he didn't say that. Sorry. Oh, I started to say, I'm looking at it too, and no. I don't see that anymore. He just said that TMNT3 is amazing. I vacillate back and forth. That's a word. Vacillate. That, vacillate. Yeah. Oscillate? Wow. That's what, like, when, you know, when your lips are chipped and you need to put Vaseline on them? Yeah. Does they chipped? Yeah. I tipped. And I've never put Vaseline on my lips either. I'll just go and even say that. Even when they're chipped? Nope, not even when they're chipped. So that's a new word to me. I'll look it up later. So is the I'll facilitate. Chip. Uh, vacillate back and forth <laughs> over whether I like two or three better. You know what's weird is maybe he wrote it wrong, but we're just so we're just assuming he's right. <laughs> we're born ignorant that we think. That yes. That's a real word. <laughs> uh, let's just agree they're both great games. 
3 was probably overlooked a bit because it was released so close to 4 on the SNES. One of the best co-op games on the system. I hope you enjoyed your time revisiting this game. Somehow, I have a sneaking suspicion this will be RetroBliss approved. Andrew, how dare you assume that you know us that well. You know what happens when you assume? That makes... Well, he's right. In the you're right. You're yeah. completely right yeah. on all counts. Yeah. I don't have that many memories of Turtles 2, the arcade game. I really it's, don't. It's really sad that we so. never hunted out Turtles 2, the arcade game, considering we spent tons and tons of hours I don't understand that. I mean, yeah. how did we not end up with a copy Well, of the it? internet, as far as we were concerned, didn't exist. I know, but you just think, <laughs> okay, we have Turtles 1 and we have yeah. Turtles 3. What's missing here? That's true. I have Turtles 1 and Turtles 3. Never, ever own Turtles 2. And Turtles 2 is by far more popular, I think, <laughs> yeah, I than think this one. And I, yeah. I mean, well, we would have loved it. I don't know if we would have loved it as much as this one, but we would have loved it. I played it in the arcades, Turtles yeah. 2, but I never played it actually on the NES. Huh. We're weird people. Yeah, we are. Very weird. You know what else is weird, Trevor? A commercial. That's right. <laughs> The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Rock and Roll! And only Pizza Hut has their great new cassette with ten bodacious Ninja Turtle tunes. Get a cassette for your kids for just $3.99. Hey, act fast and get a most excellent autograph poster. An official tour book absolutely free. But hurry, because this is one rock and roll deal that's too awesome to miss. Pizza Man, that was a commercial. It was. Oh, man. <laughs> go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. I think we have a, a special treat today. We do? Because, uh, Is it one of those fried pies I keep hearing yep, about? Yep, that's it. We're just going to eat these on the air <laughs> with the five green, minutes. With the green news <laughs> that are over 20 years old. We're going to be really this. green news now. <laughs> so, we've had fans tell us that they love the Bliss Quiz. We have. Maybe it's just because it's something different and they're tired of hearing us drone on. Yeah. Um, My mouth feels really dry by now, to be honest. <laughs> and uh, I know we've not officially announced the Bliss Quiz yet, so I guess I'm talking ahead. So should we n- announce it now, then? I think so. Hey, it's time do. for Bliss Quiz! Bliss Quiz! Oh, gosh. That was, that was terrible. What I was trying to say is we're going to have more questions because my brother made some. That's right. Yeah. So the, we're going to let him start. The cut rate Patreon questions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Here we go. All right. So both of you guys, uh, I guess for this first one, you're both going to have to write down your answers. Okay. Then it's Price is Right style. All right. Whoever gets this closest without going over. Well, how can I add a dollar over what he... Well, it's it's going to be in pounds, <laughs> not dollars. Oh, man. I'm Oh, oh gosh. British All pounds. Right. So at the start of this game, Shredder destroys New York City off camera. And then lifts Manhattan into the sky, <laughs> we assume with the tractor beam. Yeah. So, for Shredder's tractor beam to lift Manhattan, as in the game, how oh. much weight would it be capable of lifting? Oh. Now, I, I found an actual website that spent quite, it did a lot of detail estimating how much Manhattan weighs. Now, I'm going to give you both a hint just to make you not look ignorant. <laughs> Your Go answer on. should be in billions of pounds. Oh, gosh. Once you get to a billion, the human mind doesn't even care. Like, there's no way. We're just both going to throw out a number. Once I get to 10, I kind of fade out a little bit. Yeah. Once <laughs> you surpass the fingers and toes, yeah. 20, it's over. Yeah. I'm out of fingers. <laughs> I mean, I only count to 18 with fingers and toes. Oh, All right, anyways. Uh, and billions of pounds. I feel like I'm going to be way off no matter what I put here. I have a number written down. <laughs> oh, you can't be over there, right? Yeah, remember, you can't go over. It's it's 
I should Price is right style. Man. So maybe one of you should go one. That's what I was about to say. I should have went one billion. Oh, well, I'm sticking with my gut. But I wanted to play this right. All right. All right. Let's hear it. Johnny, what'd you put? <laughs> okay. I put $348 billion. Okay, Trevor? $160 billion. The correct answer is two hundred fifty billion four hundred sixteen oh, yes. million nine hundred thirty four thousand pounds. So Trevor wins that one. That's a serious tractor bit. We actually went in between that. I don't know how we. Wow, we were a lot closer than I thought we would be. I'm yeah. sure that's a low estimate because that didn't have all the foot soldiers. Well, let's be honest. If you didn't say billions, what would you have put? Do you have any idea? I probably went billions just because it sounds really heavy. I probably would have gone billions, but maybe like ten billion, not yeah. sixty billion. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. And this is actually going back to Turtles 2. Since none of us ever had it, I think maybe I can get away with this question. Uh, On the back page of the instruction manual for this game's predecessor, what what was there? Was it A, a phone number with a personalized Turtles message? B, awesome. concept art from the game? C, a Pizza Hut coupon? Or D, <laughs> an advertisement for the cartoon that came on on Saturday morning? Write it down. I wrote mine down. I did the one I wanted it to be. I did. I did the one I think it is. Let's say it at the same time. I did the one I think it is, not the one I want it to okay. be. Pizza, I said pizza coupon. Oh, that's what I put. That, that's the correct answer. That <laughs> yeah. So See? I wonder. Yeah. I wonder, like, if you look for these games on eBay now, do you find a bunch with a coupon cut out of the back of the manual? Like, I bet a, do. a complete do. manual is probably value in half. really hard to find. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and the final question. I, I kind of I don't know how I forgot about this, but I forgot about this, Johnny. You probably I don't know if they included it on the DVDs or not because I haven't gone back and watched the early '90s show. But in the original animated TV series, the turtles provided turtle tips. To, to, hold your laughter. Turtle tips to, to provide tips. teachable moments to kids. Sort of like the more you know moments and knowing is half the battle yeah, moments. Yeah, like G.I. Joe would do. So which of these is not an actual turtle tip? <laughs> A, the sky is dangerous because we've depleted the ozone layer. B, use a lunchbox instead of paper bags for your lunch to spare trees. C, you can feed bird peanuts at home instead of having to drive all the way to the park. Oh D, <laughs> don't kill spiders. And <laughs> E, turn off the water when you shower and wash your hands to save water and keep from flooding the sewer where they live. Now, is this, you said we're picking the one that's well, one, not real? One of those was not real. So that Man. means the that rest means of all sound so real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of those were real. <laughs> yes. This is almost as good as Sonic the Hedgehog in a Stranger Danger message. <laughs> <laughs> like, my favorite one's got a... Okay, I, want, I don't remember which letter it was, but I'm just going to okay. write down. Yeah, write down what you... I did the one that probably makes the most sense, but I thought the rest were too zany to be made up. Well, I went with the one where they shouldn't feed the birds or pigeons. Yeah, you can feed the birds at home instead of going to the park to do it. That's the one and, I'm picking. Okay. Trevor? I said turn off the water in the shower because it's the one that actually makes sense. <laughs> that is the one they did not cover. Turn yes. off the water in the shower. <laughs> I knew it. They, uh. had one, they had one about not killing spiders because they kill, they kill harmful bugs. And then there's one where Michelangelo sitting in the park feeding the birds peanuts, which I don't... Does anybody feed birds peanuts? I don't, I don't know if so. should be. That. It shows the turtles tying peanuts to a string and hanging them in a tree at home instead of being in the park. They live in the sewers. Why would they discourage people from going to the park? I don't know. But, uh, and why would they have birds in the sewers? <laughs> well, I just want to point out I got three for three. Well, so. I, just, I just want to point out that, that I want these tips to be on YouTube so we can have these. Oh, they are. So that's oh, that's, where, I, that's where I got them from. Okay, yes. <laughs> you might be here. In a, I'm going to write turtle tip right here so we can uh, get with our producer about this. A family show. Turtle tip. All right. Now. So guess what? It's time for another Blitz Quiz. Quiz. 
now. You know somebody that better when it was his instead of yours? Yeah. I see. I'm, I get <laughs> the cut rate bliss quiz. Yeah. <laughs> so I made a full length bliss quiz because I didn't know Derek was making some. So you get a bonus length episode. <laughs> for better or for worse. <laughs> so for mine, um, for my multiple choice questions, when you think you know the answer, buzz in with your name. As you probably know, if you buzz in before you hear all the choices, you have an advantage if you get it right. But if you get it wrong, then the other player gets to hear all the choices. If you get it choices. right and you buzz in first, isn't that just always an advantage? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you may not get to hear all the choices unless you wait, but you don't have to wait. That's like saying, hey, if you get this question right, then you have an advantage. Buzz in with your name when you know the answer. Don't get this question right. right. <laughs> so this game is set in Key West, Florida, where it starts there. At, at the beginning, yes. yes. Which of these is not a true statement about Key West, Florida? <laughs> So which of these is false? Okay. I'll let you know there's three choices. You buzz in when you think you know it. It's Florida's southernmost point. Key Lime Pie gets its name from limes occurring naturally in the Keys. Johnny, I think it's that one that's false. I feel like that's true. Well, I know the first one's true. Derek's still going to get a choice. Um, there's only one left. And that's wrong. Oh. The other one is, it was the location of the world's first pizza-loving sea turtle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you might have been off waiting for all the choices on this one. I'm afraid to pick that one now, but. I so mean, basically, yeah, I told Johnny he was wrong. So you have the, the, the first, world's first <laughs> pizza loving sea turtle. Or Key Lime Pie gets his name from the, uh, the limes what? growing in the no, cheese. That's the one Johnny thought he picked, right? The Key Limes? I, I picked the Key Lime one, is the one I picked. So the southern, it's between the you, southernmost point and the. I picked a pie one. I know that. The Key Lime Pie is the one I picked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. wrong. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, picking yeah. between Southernmost Point yeah, and right. the Pizza Love and Sea Sorry, Turtle. I wrote I it down. My favorite word. part of your last of C on yours is that that means that there apparently was a land-loving <laughs> pizza-loving turtle. All right. I'm gonna, only one of these I'm gonna go right, with, I'm going to go with C. I feel like I'm going to be wrong, though. There's no way you're wrong. But it's how can C. How can you prove it's the first one? I just totally made that up. I hope it's okay. not true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. This is one yeah. where you probably patience would have paid. No, I'm calling shenanigans because you don't know this for sure. So... I don't think uh, that you can prove that the world's first pizza-loving sea turtle was in the Keys. Yeah, so why do you have a que- an answer that's But it's definitely true that it's Florida's southernmost point, and the key limes do grow in Key West, and that's where the pies come from. Okay. The key so lime are- is different from the regular lime because it's smaller. Exactly. Right. You're in trouble, John. <laughs> <laughs> Derek knows it's crap. <laughs> I, I think that's right. <laughs> yeah, it is, according why to the one I Why can't you ask questions about the Ninja Turtles themselves that I could win? <laughs> well, you're going to like this one because okay. it's about a dark point in history. Okay. So, uh, this game is very oddly titled The Manhattan Project, which of course was the World War II project where we got the atomic bomb from. Uh-huh. Which really has nothing to do with this game. It's just set in Manhattan. <laughs> Anyways, in 2016 dollars, in converting it to 2016 dollars, how expensive was The Manhattan Project? Oh my gosh. Um, oh, do we get and this time, just write them down. Okay. And you know what? We'll do prices right rules on this too. Do we get it? No choices, just... Right. So in twenty sixteen dollars, how Give much? Give me is a the minute. My writing is so sloppy that I'm actually not sure I can read it. <laughs> I'm gonna think about this for a while. Good, because uh, yeah, I need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> my writing is so sloppy. I actually don't know what I wrote here. <laughs> okay. Oh gosh. Oh. I mean, it's got to be astronomical, right? It's got to be really oh, yeah. expensive. Okay, yeah, I got it. In billions. I just gave that away. Didn't so, mean okay, to. that gets me in the right page. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got in my 2016 number. money. I I don't know. I've got my number, but now I'm remembering. I mean, they built whole cities in Arizona or New Mexico or Arizona and, just to test and in Tennessee just to test where it. they were 
doing at Oak Ridge. I mean, it's entire cities. All right, I'm going to stick with it. I feel like I wrote a super duper high number. I want to go so, lower. I don't like I'm, that. I just, prices right rolls. You don't want to go over. And I gave away something I didn't mean to give away. <laughs> That's in billions. <laughs> yes. Okay. You probably could have guessed I'm that. doing mine just based on I think our government was more efficient then. So <laughs> okay. if they did it now, I think it would be 40 times my number. Yeah. But. All right. Well, I have mine written down. What do you have? I have. I wrote down 29 billion. Oh, gosh. What'd you write down? 120 billion. So it was only $2 billion. Wow. Oh. In the money back then. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> so you're definitely right. 70 billion. <laughs> Well, I win because oh, of the yeah. <laughs> So $70 billion, so Derek was closer because Johnny went over. I'm getting ruined by these questions that have nothing to do with the Here's terrorists. the crazy thing. 90% of the money was building the warehouses. 10% was for the actual materials for the bombs. I was going to say, I mean, a lot of the labor was probably very low paid. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, I mean, building whole cities doesn't come cheap. Yeah. So $70 billion, which I think would build a few hot dog stands. All you needed to do in Manhattan. I can't, didn't even say that sentence right. All you needed to do, though, to survive that is to put a refrigerator in there. Indiana Jones taught me that. Or hide under your desk. Yeah. That's true, yeah. And have some Twinkies because it'll survive it. Oh, that's right. So, question number three. So, let's see. Have y'all, has Derek got both of them? I haven't got any. I think Derek's got both. So, I need, I to, I need to win these out to even have a chance. So, there's uh, uh, three more questions. You can still win it. Okay. Question three. Which of these games. Oh, I didn't even mention we, this after writing it down. Are we calling out our names here? Oh, yeah. Call out your names. There's going to be three choices. I'm letting you know three choices. Kozo Nakamura. I meant to mention him. He was the main composer for this game and all the Turtles games. There was actually two other names mentioned, which I wrote down, but oh well. <laughs> Mr. Nakamura, whose name I'm probably saying wrong, was pretty much the composer for every Turtles game. Turtles 4, this one, the arcade game, uh, the original, um, and others. Which of these other games was he the composer for? Alright, three choices. Which game did he compose? Bayou Billy. Contra, The Alien Wars. Monster in My Pocket. Derek. Alright. Bayou Billy. Just because I don't feel like it would... It doesn't fit in with the other two. <laughs> wrong. All right, now Contra, I, I, The Alien Wars. I had an idea that that one was wrong because he brought up Bayou Billy earlier today. So we made him think of it. Now, it's Contra or... What was the other Monster one? in My Pocket. All right, now. Which we just covered a couple weeks ago, didn't we? Monster in My Pocket is definitely a Konami game. Contra's Konami too, though, isn't it? No, or is that yeah, Ka- yeah I think it's, it's Konami, Konami I'm not going to wait for information, but... They're all Konami games, I believe. Biobilly was the only one I wasn't sure they about. They are, yeah. Okay. They're all uh, Konami games. I had to be a little tricky. <laughs> um, Five. I'm trying four. to remember. I already forgot what the two games were. Contra Alien Wars. Uh, Monster in My Pocket. I'm going with Monster in My Pocket. Yes. Did y'all okay. discuss that in the Monster in My Pocket episode? Probably. <laughs> like, I feel like that sounds really familiar now, yeah. and I should have known it. Johnny has a memory of a goldfish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I forgot that too, though, honestly. But I swim way worse. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, Monster in My Pocket, which we commented how cool the music was in that game. Yeah. I did the music I'm that. pretty sure that was part of the Bliss Quiz in that episode. Probably was. <laughs> and we both forgot, so made for a fun question. <laughs> and me. I was paying attention, I promise. Yes. <laughs> two more questions. Two for Derek, one for Johnny. Here we go. Catching up. Number four. Right. What? Is this one we're calling out? Names? You need to write something down on this one. Okay. So this one's going to be fun. What was the game called in Japan? The only thing I'm going to tell you is it's it's an English thing. It's not like blah, 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 blah. Because <laughs> that's how Japanese speak, right? <laughs> it, it's an English name is all I'm telling you. I'm not looking for like the original kanji or whatever. You I'm can write in English. I'm sorry to all my Japanese fans. Yes. Uh, I'm an ignorant man, but I'm not a cruel one. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Baruto, we apologize. Yes. <laughs> um, and if neither of you are close, I'm going to pick the answer I like better. I'm just being honest. So somebody's going to get a point, even if you're both totally wrong. So just try to be uh, clever or funny or whatever if you get, if you don't think you get close. But I'll honor being close before I honor being funny. Huh. This is a tough one. Because it could be, I mean, it could be anything. It could be anything. This can, yeah. I'm wondering if the game was even the same. Did they add or take anything away for the American version? I don't feel like it would have been changed that much. I'm a tricky person. You just really never know where I was going with this. I like to torture my members. Man, see, I know in other countries the name of the show was a little different, even in other English-speaking countries. So that's what I'm trying to remember here when I'm answering this. If we were really a professional podcast, we'd probably cut out some of this dead space. Nope. While you're writing your hands. Or you could cover it for us. So, yeah. um, (laughs) Let's talk about um, turtles. Let's get into it. I have a turtle. Um, We we would stun flies by, like, smacking them with the fly swatter. Then we'd feed them to him. And he thought he was like a ninja. Like, he was sneaking up on the fly and and he would strike. But the fly was already basically dead. (laughs) That was funny. All right. Well, I have my answer. You have yours? Yeah, sure. Um, who wants to go first? So, go. what was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project, called in Japan? I'll go first because I'm disappointed in my answer. Okay. I was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the turtles retired to Fort Lauderdale and buy a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> Fort Lauderdale, was it? Oh, yeah, Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. All right, I have uh, Super Teenage Hero, Super Reptilian Humans 3. Oh, you kept the three? Yep. <laughs> Derek, exactly what was yours? The Turtles retire to Fort Lauderdale and buy a Cadillac. Like, what was the first part of it, though? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Turtles retire to Fort Lauderdale and buy a Cadillac. So you didn't number it? No, I didn't number it. I sh- that was where I went wrong. I put it's, a number. It's where you both went wrong. Oh, there's no number? Because the game's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Let me start again. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Manhattan Project. Oh, <laughs> what a joke. It was the exact same name, except it was two. The bad thing is, is uh, because of the the first game. I think the first game wasn't. It was rebranded to something else in Japan. It wasn't actually a turtles game in Japan, right? So was. this was only a second one for Japan. Well, who are you giving this to? Okay, I so don't think one of us. Should get it. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna keep it at two to one because Johnny is completely like Johnny defeated the whole purpose by saying three, but Derek didn't even put a number, so I'm not rewarding it. I'm not doing it, which gives Johnny a chance to tie it up still. What also means you lied a minute ago when you said you're going to give a point either way. He half a point a, each. He did put a number in. Don't give us oh. half. I don't even want that. You can have my half a point. <laughs> All right, roll for it because I can't pick. House number wins. Battle of the death. All right, here we go. Well, I lose. We tied. <laughs> <laughs> it's tight and you're still fighting it. Uh, Johnny, Johnny wins. Point. Raphael wins. He beat Leonardo. Tied two to two. Red dice, blue dice. <laughs> Well, I guess that works because we have one question left, and it's tied two to two. Oh, wow. I no. feel like I earned so, it. Yeah. <laughs> we walked yeah. right into that one. 100% earned this. So there's three choices. Say your name when you know the answer. Okay. Which of these is a true statement about this game? True statement. Gotcha. All right. All right. The game was panned by most critics. EGM notoriously called it the worst Turtles game. EGM named it Game of the Year 1992. Which is a true statement. I'm going to take a shot in the dark, Johnny. Okay. I'm just trying to let you reduce my chances. Of get, get down to 50-50 <laughs> by like you guessing wrong. No, I remember them. 
Uh, okay. I don't want to work this. I've, I've worked this out of my head, and I don't want to give reasons to help Derek out mm-hmm. that I'm coming with, up with this answer. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go with B. Do you think EGM notoriously called it the worst Turtles game? I think so. That is false. <laughs> Dang it. Which leaves Derek two very, very different answers. Was it generally panned by most critics, or was it named the game of the year by EGM? I happened to see on somewhere today when I was just looking into the facts, actually looking up Turtle Tips, that Nintendo Power called it the NES Game of the Year in 92, but that's much different than Game of the Year from EGM, which is comparing, I mean, Super Nintendo and Genesis and everything else that was out at the time. I'm going to go with A. I, f- I don't feel like it. How could they pan it, though? I'm going to go with... Which one, <laughs> which one is Game of the Year from EGM? That's C. I'm going to go with C. Because I don't see how they could... I mean, you can't pan it. Yeah, I made up the negative things. It was named Game of the Year by EGM. Oh. I might have screwed up. It might have been NES Game of the Year, but I thought it was just Game of the Year. Either way, but it was either, probably... I mean, it, either way, it's not out of hand. It. Critics love this game. See, I always think that we're wrong when we think things. So I assumed yeah. that those negative things were true. <laughs> you yeah. think just because we <laughs> liked it, everybody yeah. else hated it. It was a tricky question, but EGM <laughs> said that it was just... Yeah, they loved every bit of it. And even with Super Nintendo Genesis already out, they named it. At least NES Game of the Year, but I think it was Game of the Year. <clears throat> I, so, I loved EGM growing up. I should have just said that they were good. It was almost the end of the tie. Instead, Derek won. But there is a bonus. <laughs> oh, no. This is where I make my money. I'm not going to give you any details. I'm just going to show you two dice. Sorry, it's a blue and a red dice. I know you both love Raphael. Mm-hmm. But one of you is going to be Raphael. One of you is going to be Leo. You can be rap this time. Oh, this is, you're making up for making yeah. up for uh, this is our, past this sins. Is, this is the Clids my soul. <laughs> now you can sleep at night finally yeah. after so, all these years. So Johnny has the Leonardo dice. Derek has a Raphael dice. Now your question is: Are you going to work together? I'm not going to tell you what you're doing. Are you going to work together? Or are you going to fight alone? Well, can I ask questions about the, if we work together? You just have to decide amongst yourselves if you want to work together or fight alone. Working together helps you, and really doesn't help me in the end. Because you're leading this game. <laughs> I'm not telling but you anything. So about I don't want to help this. you either. Cause... But he probably wants us to think that. He's a twisted son of a gun over there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? You've done I'll, this more times than I've... <laughs> I say we work together because we have a better chance of winning. All right, let's work together. So th- at least I feel let's... like I helped you win if you win. <laughs> <laughs> at least you had a hand in the winning yeah. instead of just losing. Right. You chose yeah. wisely. Okay. Derek won the Blitz Quiz. There's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> But you're about to fight Shredder. The okay. Manhattan Project is a cooperative game, so you should work together. You have to roll at the same time and get a six total to be Shredder. If you did it alone, though, you'd have to each get a six individually. Okay. So you, you've made the right choice. All right, here we Need go. a six to kill Super Shredder, knock him off the sky shuttle thing. One, sky shuttle spaceship thing. One, yes. two, three, roll. We have a five and a five. <laughs> oh, with Shredder's head is lopped off, <laughs> spewing blood everywhere. Wow, this got really fun. <laughs> Family show. In a PG manner. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that, that, this happened off screen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just like New York City being destroyed. And like us killing Wait, the turtle. He was so not what? killed. He was destroyed. Yeah, destroyed. He was knocked into a trash truck that was compacted, but he somehow didn't die. <laughs> like it happened in the movies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, Trevor, that's been uh, Ninja Turtles 3, the yep. uh, Manhattan Project for NES. But before we get out of here, before we let people oh, uh, oh, relax... It's time to go over our shout-outs on the Patreon. And uh, once again, I didn't pull it up, but I remember people's names. That's the same ones as before. Yep. Because I let <laughs> I you remember them now. And while I'm happy we have those, I would like some more. So people, uh, give So, uh, 
Mike Vito. Cowabunga. That was Mario told through a Ninja Turtle size. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Coed. Tubular. Caleb Dixon. Cowabunga. And of course, that's all. That's really it. Yeah. I thought we had one more. I was just trying to trick you. You forgot the other one. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say you remembered. <laughs> it's our buddy, our pal, our guy. We always say his name right. Yeah, that's right. Michael Tupelson. Tupelson for the win. Thank Calabunga. you, Mr. Thompson. Hang 10. And, and uh, by the way, Mr. Thompson, your game is getting played next week. That's right. Alex Kidd Miracle World. Let's go ahead and let's go get yeah. that out of the way real quick. Trevor had to pay money for this. You're yeah. welcome. It's a <laughs> semi-rare game. I bought it. Ship delivered. It plays. It works. We're going to cover it next week. I'm going to give a little spoiler alert. I played one of the... Which one's the one that came out on the Genesis? Monster World, I believe. That's the one I played, and I have mixed feelings about it. So let's see how this one goes. This is a different beast. Yeah. Let's see how this one goes. But I think I played this one before because you can actually get it as a download on the Xbox. Oh, so you played it much cheaper than I did. Correct. Let's quit discussing how ignorant I am. All right. To be fair, though, I forgot all about that until I was reminded later by Mr... I wanted to sustain the integrity of the show and play it on a master system. No. Because that's a way to lose my house and wife, probably. Yes. (laughs) To keep making those decisions. Yep. And when you look back at why you got divorced, you can uh, laugh before you cry. I'm going to need some oatmeal cream bottles. Let's end this. Yeah, it's time to finish them off. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, Derek, thanks for uh, being on here. We would love to have you again. I'm speaking for Trevor. Because uh, he doesn't want to say it about his own brother. You're a weird, weird, non-filling family. Yep. <laughs> That's how we like it. And Not my property. Now, before we end, we're all going to give a triple hug, and we're going to see if our lips touch. <laughs> so, I don't want to end on that, but I don't want to comment. So you just got to cut it off, I guess. Here, Trevor, give me a great big hug. Uh.